you know, I'll, I'll watch. But then, like, some of just, like, the way, like, the game is played, like, there will just be, like, things where, like, it becomes, like, unwatchable. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, oh, at like, times. I know what a lot of the, A lot mean. of the times, and, like, again, uh, you get all those idiots on Twitter who, like, be like, oh, it's rigged and, you know, stuff. Right. I hate I hate it when people do that because I think it's just, like, blaming the refs is a huge cop-out sort of right. sort of thing for any, but, again, any... There are situations uh, where it is the refs, but I, exactly right. Yeah. Like, it's not it, obviously, It's not consistent. And, again, I, I sympathize with the officials because, like, it's well, it's such a hard job. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like... You know, it's easy for us to, like, sit back and critique when we see it in, like, super slow motion. Right. right. It's, like, it's like these guys are moving, like, extremely quick and, like, they're, like, you know, they're diving on the floor. So it's, it's you can't see stuff sometimes. Right, right. And um, uh, I actually, I've been to one, I think I told you this, I've been to one NBA game in my entire life. I went to that uh, Knicks-Celtics game earlier this season. Oh, that um, one's been a... F- it was a fun It was game. fun, yeah. And fun, yeah. I went on a p- the perfect day for it, too. Everyone was having the time of their life, and the end was crazy. So, yeah, so last year I got to go to the, the Knicks-Hawks game two at MSG. You, was, I, saw, I remember was, this, It was yeah. the first time in since 2013 the Knicks were in the postseason. Yeah. So atmosphere was was in was insane. It was awesome to it was awesome to be there. Um especially considering that was when like, you know, crowds were just starting to to come back. So that was like that was awesome. Again, that that that's also probably up there for like top five because I'd never been to a Knicks playoff game before. And people always say that uh MSG, Madison Square Garden just has like different atmosphere and I think I kind of felt it at that that's, that was awesome. That game, right. that game was awesome to go to. Are you a Trey Young fan? I have See, to know. like I don't, I don't hate Trey Young. I don't really? like. Okay. I'm not like like those like hardcore New Yorkers who are like who like despise him. I mean, he's a good player. Uh, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like hate on him just because he like you know it's the it's kind of like the ultimate show of respect if you like if you fear a guy. Right. Like every time he has the ball, I sort of like fear him because like he's because he killed us in that po- he killed us in that series. And all these like, all the native New Yorkers would be like, "Oh, I hate I hate him." It's like, you know, you, you can you can knock the way he plays and the way he draws fouls, but like that's my thing. I, I like, don't again, like him. That's again, why like, though. Again, like yeah. that's just the way the game is going. But like he's a smart. I mean, he's a smart player. Knows how to do that. And he's got he's got he's young. He's exciting. So like mm-hmm. I don't I don't hate him. Right. <laughs> I don't mind him. I mean, I'm a. I'm not a I'm I'm a Knicks fan. I'm gonna put air quotes around this in the sense that like I live near New York. I have to like the Knicks type thing. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy when they're good, but at the same time, I'm also a Boston Celtics fan, so that only goes so far. Um, <laughs> but I I don't like Trey Young specifically for what you said, the drawing fouls thing. I think it's the wimpiest way to play a game. I jumping into other people to draw fouls, it, it, like it's to me, it's less. I mean, it's part of the game. It's part of the game. But at the same time, I don't like that it's a part of the game. I think it'd be fun if we're all playing basketball and not doing our best instead to convince the officials to call a foul on us. As I you mean, said, like people say, the refs stole the game all the time. That's not really their fault. It's it's more just, it's how the game is played, how the players go about doing it. And I, mean, I don't like yeah. it. <laughs> that's that's my biggest uh, pet peeve with the NBA is the fact that uh, it was. This year, less so. And yeah, this year they they actually that. they actually made like like a bunch of rules that like you know if you mm. can't kick your leg out when you shoot or that'll be an offense. I that, think should be that, that that'd be <laughs> an offensive that'd be an offensive foul. So you know stuff like that. So they are trying, but again, 
it's tough to it's tough to even enforce those rules just because like and the way, especially because the moment they make a rule stopping one thing, they figure it out a different way. It's yeah, evolution. It's, it's, it's evolution. <laughs> right. It's like you know, a lot of Celtic fans are complaining about like, oh, how Giannis just like you know, because they're playing the Bucks right now in that series, right? Like how he just like barrels into people and like elbows them. I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I can see. And they're like, oh, he plays football. And like people on Twitter will be like, Giannis be like, and just post like a running back running over yeah. people. And it's like. I get what you're saying at the same time, but it's just, like, tough to officiate. It's sort of like what, like, Shaquille... I'm not comparing Giannis to Shaq because Shaq in his prime was a, probably the most unstoppable player the league probably will ever see. But, like, it just used to be, like, what's a foul? He's just, he's just like, ragdolling and throwing people. It's, like, so it's the same thing with, like, Giannis. Like, what... What's an offensive? What's a defense? He's just too strong. He's just like elbow. He's just like ragdolling people. So it's, like, right. it's tough to... It's tough to call, so... My favorite player is Zion. Um... Which and his strategy isn't exactly the same as Giannis, but it's reminiscent. It will be. It um, will be. You know, he's because he's just a strong guy who gets and gets to the paint, and it's like again, he'll, he'll shake guys and throw guys off them. And it's like again, he's too strong. So what? He weighs three hundred pounds. Why wouldn't he do that? <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, and I mean, to be fair, he is crazy efficient uh, in the paint. You've seen his stats. Yeah. He had like seventy three percent field goal in the paint the last insane. season. Yeah, he it's insane. Absolutely absurd. But you're right. Every player's got a different strategy, and it's hard to deal with people harping on them for using their strengths. You yeah, know? it's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna blame blame Zion for like if he can throw a guy off him, and right? Do it. It's like and the man. The man's like like you said, 300 pounds. He's probably extremely strong. So right. It's, it's like I don't the know what you want. Beast. <laughs> like that's what he's got to do. I don't know what do. you want. I don't know what you. Yeah, I mean, you can complain about it, but like complaining about it ain't gonna get. It's not gonna get you anywhere. So. Right. And playing to your strengths is a big thing in any sport, in any walk of life in general. Like, you should never be harped on for, you know, playing to your strengths. Yeah. That being said, I don't really see drawing fouls as playing to your strengths. But <laughs> but on that note, like, um, I it's I see exactly what you're saying with the officials thing. Like, people constantly calling them out for not officiating the right way. But mm-hmm. since every player in every sport is, has their different strengths and different ways of doing things, it's hard to... Yeah, it's, it's hard to... It's, it's hard, hard to look at a ref and say, you should have done this better because for this player, maybe you should have. For the other one, why not? You know? It's, yeah, it's, it's like... And it's, again, it's like... You know, it's easy for us to, like, sit back and critique. Like, when we're, you know, watching in, like, super slow motion three different camera replays. Right. And obviously now you can challenge calls. But, like... Which they're is not good. Gonna, they're not going to go to the monitor for every single every single foul. So it's like again, it's like you have to realize that like official mistakes are just going to be baked into the game. That's just how it works. There's going to be some sort of official mistakes. Like that's that's just human how error. it is. Human error. It's it's exactly it's human error. So like it's like a science I don't project. Know, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what you want, what you uh what you want. So I mean, and again, like the boss fans will complain, but like. I know it's just it's just funny when like people complain. It's like I you, you easily disprove that. Like you know they they complain about the officials in game three because there was a late call that like didn't go their way. But then look at the last four minutes. Boston shot seventeen free throws. Milwaukee didn't shoot a single free throw. So right. So it's like I don't know right. what you want me to. I don't know what you want to. I don't know what you're trying to prove here. I mean, saying that they you know the refs are on the other team's side. It's three. I mean that's just not. I mean you can think that way, but it's not going to help you. You might as well. Uh, obviously, Play the players it, don't think know. players not gonna, players can be upset with calls, but obviously they're not going to think that way. You know, you can just suck it up and you got to you know play better. You have to go with it. Yeah, play better. So if the officials aren't working in your favor, then you should play better basketball and not worry about it. <laughs> no, it's it's like you know, look at how you got in that situation. Why maybe why were you down 
15 with like five minutes to play. Maybe you should look at that instead of trying to trying to complain that they stole the game at the end or, you know, why you are, you know, say like, you know, with Memphis last night, you know, a lot of people are, are complaining that, you know, Steph Curry, you know, there was a, a like an over the back uh, foul on Desmond Bain from Memphis that was called. And, you know, a lot of people are like, OK, well, that was not, you know, that looked really light and it did look a little light. Obviously, Steph sold it pretty well. But at the same time, looking at, I'm looking at them and being like, I mean, okay, look at yourself now. What happened after that? I mean, you guys took horrible shots down down the stretch, and right. you can you can control that. Like, you can't control the officials. So there's always another the, explanation. Yes, focus on the things yep. you can control. Exactly, it's not, not going to do you any good. I mean, on that note, actually, I don't know if you've ever you've definitely seen this interview. Uh, Skip Bayless with Mark Cuban. Have you seen this interview? Yes, I have. Of course, oh. I've seen it. That's a great example of something like that for this kind of going back to LeBron again because Skip Bayless equals LeBron. But um, constantly harping on LeBron for doing different things, Skip Skip Bayless, uh, Skip Bayless, and then Mark Cuban comes in. Actually, the reason he missed every shot is because we did this, this, and this, adjusted to him by doing this, this, and this. There always There is always another explanation so, to why something went so the, wrong. Yeah, the problem is with superstars, they're going to say, well, they melted or, you know, they didn't perform well. But Even superstars yeah, can be affected like, no, by great but, defense. You know, Mark no. Cuban brings up a great point there. It's like, you know, maybe you should credit credit Dallas there because at that time when LeBron first came into the league, he was he was a, you know, he liked to dilly-dally around the, the three-point arc. He didn't like to get in inside and post up, which now he does a lot more of, uh, which helped him because uh, you have to evolve. Yeah, six like, foot nine, two fifty. So, Should have been doing that from the beginning. But again, like you know, he wasn't like that when he when he first came in. Right. But right. Uh, so then the defense eventually adjusted to it. So you know, Mark Cuban, you know, he brought up the point there. You know, well, we threw a lot of different bodies at him. You know, you know, we did all this, we did all that. And that's the same thing. You know, people are heavily criticizing Kevin Durant for the way he played against against Boston, and it's it's highly deserved because he didn't play well. But again, you have to credit Boston's defense. Boston. Again, they're doing a great job on Giannis, uh, Giannis now because they can throw multiple people at you. They can, they can, they threw Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, you know, Marcus Smart at some points, maybe even Al Horford at at a uh, at KD, and it's tough when a lot of teams because a lot of teams don't usually have the lineup or roster where you can throw five or six different people at a player, and that's exactly what they did. They got physical with him, and they were able to to completely, you know you know, take him out of his rhythm. And they're similarly doing that to Giannis. They're, you know, they're putting different guys on him. Once it's Al Horford, sometimes Jason Tatum. Now it's mostly Al Horford because he's doing a great job staying in front of him. Mm. So it's like, you know, you have to give Boston credit because there's the reason why they were the number one team in defense this year. It's almost a double standard. Um, like, yeah, you can blame it on one thing, but there's always other aspects at play that you're not paying attention to. Yeah, hundred percent. And but to um, be fair, people often avoid those aspects on purpose. Well, yeah, they'll avoid them because because uh, you know it's supposed to be you know superstars make you know superstar things like happen. And again, I hate you know people trying like thinking these guys like they're machines. So for example, last year in in Brooklyn, you know. Uh, it was a game seven between Milwaukee and um and Brooklyn. Uh, game seven and Kevin Durant had played every single minute up to that point, and they're in overtime, so it's like fifty four minutes. And then he airballs the game tying shot, and people are like, "Oh, he airballs!" It's like, "What I mean, is <laughs> the this? dude right. played?" 
the same thing. It's like the dude played 54 minutes. Right. <laughs> what do you ex- If I go to the gym and then go and try to shoot hoops it's afterwards, like, it, I won't make the first again, shot. Again, Imagine it's 41 like, minutes later. And then again, people are like, all you know, uh, especially like all those old time people will be like, oh, well, uh, you know, Jordan never did. I mean, people forget in that game six closeout game against Utah when Jordan won his final championship. He didn't shoot the ball well. He was, especially in the third quarter, he was really, he was short on a couple of his jump shots, hitting front rim, and that was because he was gassed, because he was he was older at that stage, and he played every single minute up to that point. So it's like... Everything's easier in hindsight. It, again, Everything's it's like, easier to look at in hindsight. It's like, it's like, I can't fault Kevin Durant for airballing that shot. I mean, the dude had played 58 minutes of a game seven, <laughs> of a game seven, and already a really tough physical series it's it's Playing like what the you, future champions like well, yeah, yeah. Who eventually went on to win the win the championship so right. it's like again i mean again because he's a superstar people are going to expect him to make that shot but it's like when you're gassed like that it's i mean all the first things to go is your legs so it's i can't fault him even yesterday uh down the stretch Giannis, you know people are going to say he didn't do much in the fourth quarter but i mean he pretty much had to play mostly the whole game he played out of the 48 minutes i want to say he played around 40 42 so it's like, and again, right. you know, they they don't have Chris Middleton, their second option, so he's having to carry the load offensively. And it's like, I mean, what can you expect from the guy? That's why I envy LeBron so much because he's had so many tough expectations put on him from when he was our age because he was drafted straight out of high school. So he That's came into true. He was 18, 18 when 18, he 19 got year to the old, NBA. 19-year-old, and he somehow lived up to all those expectations. So, you know, people want to, mm. you know, will put unfair criticism on him for this year's season with the Lakers, be like, oh, well, he – Got tired down the stretch in the fourth quarter. I'm like, okay, this is he's been in the league for 19 years. How many he, fourth quarters has this guy played and in? He's turned, right? And he just turned no, and he turned 37. And he's and when he first signed his contract with the Lakers, he was definitely not expecting to play these accelerated minutes because he thought Anthony Davis would be helped. I think at that point the Lakers would have much rather hoped that Anthony Davis would become the the primary not, or you know the leading scorer on their team because mm. when they won the championship in the bubble. LeBron led the team in assists, AD led the team in scoring, and LeBron could take over when he so desired he needs to. Now, all of a sudden, LeBron has to try and score 50 for you to even have a chance at winning the game. Right. So, again, like, you can put a bunch of bunch of things on the Lakers' season, and, you know, it's not, it's not just him. So, again, these guys are human. Right. It's a team sport, which everyone undermines, yep. like, all the time. Somebody once told me, and this is kind of a thing for every sport, winning – uh, regular ga- season games, you can have an individual star, but in order to win a championship, you need a whole team. So that's why LeBron has been to the finals ten times and only, only I say only loosely, only won four well, of them because he's half the time been leading a team of it, yeah, not I mean, of like nobody. Like I mean, he's he's had good teams, but I want to in those six finals losses, he his team was only favored to win the series one time. And that was the first one. Actually, maybe two. I don't know if he was favored in the San Antonio series. But the, it, he was definitely favored in his first finals when they played Dallas. Maybe the set, the last year in Miami when they played San Antonio, he might have been favored in. So, again, and you look at those other four times he lost. I mean, he got there and when he was really young. They got swept by the Spurs, who at that point were extremely dominant. All right, they uh, they, lose. That was the Tim Duncan they yeah, had. They, who else they have? Uh, Tony Parker. Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili. That was when they were all pr- relatively, or like, not old, but um, and then the second series he loses. He uh, he, you know, they they always look at Golden State like, oh, Golden State beat him three out of the four years. Well, 2015, Kyrie Irving goes down after game one. You didn't have Kevin Love. 
the entire postseason, okay, and then you come back, you win the championship in seven, and then they get Kevin Durant, and that's just an unfair, unfair it's, team. It's over. So, again, like the thing about NBA uh, playoffs is people are always going to say, like, even with the Bucks last year, oh, they only got through because Kyrie Irving was injured. They only got through because blah blah blah. Or uh, Kawhi Leonard was injured. But I'm, if, I'm like, if you look at it that way, then we can go back the last thirteen plus years. And I can give you all the rings that are not legitimate, if that's how you want to argue, because of injuries. I can tell you that the Warriors' 2015 championship is not legitimate because Kyrie Irving went uh, went down. I can tell you the Warriors' championship in 2017 is not legitimate because Chris Paul in the Western Conference Finals goes down when they're up three games to two. So I can play. You, I mean, you can play that card all you want, but then you're pretty much discrediting almost almost every single. Injuries are part of the game. You can't discredit something because someone got injured, type thing. Um, but you know, actually, real quick. Cause, I don't know how much time we love Davis. Oh, one fifty. Okay. okay. Last question then, because I really do want to ask this. Okay. Um, how do you decide exactly what to cover in each of your podcasts? So much happens in the sports world every single week. Um, what? How uh, do you decide what specifically you well, want to cover? I try and think of. I try and do as, well things that have happened recently. So it's always tough when you upload when I upload on a Saturday because I don't know if I want to talk about things that happened on a Monday. But if it's that big, then I'll talk about it. So I want to talk about either things that have happened recently or things that I feel are important that will grab the headlines. So anything when it comes to the Lakers, I'll talk about that because the Lakers are a big franchise. Anything that happens with the Giants or the Yankees or, you know, or, or the Knicks because those are, my, those are my teams that I support. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll sometimes cover tennis because – like the Novak Djokovic thing, it was huge. You know, right. it was huge, especially for tennis. So I thought it was be huge best in the world, to, not be, just sport. It would be best you know? to best to cover that. So kind of right. things that you know, relatively grab the headlines or things that I, or like you know, hometown sports teams that I that I enjoy. So right, okay, we do have to wrap up. It's been an hour and sixteen minutes <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll have you know. Thank you, Raheel, so no, no much problem. for coming. It turned into a bit of a nothing but sports podcast, <laughs> but I don't mind at all. Uh, but thanks for coming. I'm going to play the outro. You ready? Yeah, Actually, ready. you want to press the button? It's B right here. And this one right here? This one right there, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was fun. That was really fun. I had fun. <laughs>